there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the baby. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. We started right on 420 as well. Hey. Oh, except it's sad because uh, 420 is still illegal in New Zealand. Yay. All right. Uh, welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. Gentlemen, how are we? Pretty good. I'm pretty good. It's, uh, sun's out. Guns uh, out. The guns have been out, yes. Or no, the been. guns are the because the bloody UN took our guns off us, didn't they? Yep. There's no guns out here. How did they murder the horse that hurt itself in the horse race just then? I don't know. Just held a pillow over its bloody huge face. Now, just to date the podcast, this is just immediately after the the Melbourne Cup race happened, and the horse that they shot, as is tradition. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that the crops will grow. So the crops will grow. Uh, it was called Arthur Van Dyke. Right. So, like, it's like you're reading the stories and it's like Arthur Van Dyke breaks down, is euthanized. <laughs> it's like, sorry, who? <laughs> sorry, Anthony Van Dyke. Right. Don't call Don't horses. give horses people names. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. <laughs> Epsom Derby winner Anthony Van Dyke dies after breaking down during Melbourne Cup. And in the photo, there's more... There's more jockey than horse in the photo that, look, that I'm looking at. So, like, you're reading it, you're like, oh, my God. They killed the jockey. Nah, they just killed the horse. All right. Who won the race? Not sure. Some other horse. I don't know. Twilight Payment won. Right. Which will explain why I've seen jokes about the word, the phrase Twilight Payment uh, on Twitter. So, there you go. <laughs> so, what are we talking about today, boys? Well, as you guys know, New Zealand uh, is just gone through an election. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't have any COVID cases at the moment, or if they do, they're all kind of return travellers and quarantine. Uh, life is back to normal. Unfortunately, they oh they just sorry they just made it legal to kill old people yep. uh, with the euthanasia laws. But and you can't be high when you're getting bloody killed. You can't be high when you do it. They didn't. They didn't. Well, there's still some votes to be counted, but it doesn't look like the. Uh, legalized cannabis bill is going to go ahead how's that gonna you know like normally with postal votes it sort of shakes out to be older people more conservative but maybe with like the weed vote it's going to be like people who left it to the last minute 
Well, that is – so there's a lot of overseas votes, I think, is my understanding still to be counted, which is people like me that signed up to vote for the very first time <laughs> just to vote for the weed. <laughs> so, like, you know, there, there is kind of some small – I think there, there, that amount, if everyone is a yes vote for weed, it'll go through, but I don't think that's going to happen. No, because there's all these fuddy-duddies. Yeah. So with weed in New Zealand, it's going to stay illegal. Yeah. And also incredibly widely used. Yeah, yeah. Uh, incredibly popular, easy to get. Uh, barbecue, reggae, and uh, adjacent genres are still going to be going strong. Uh, yeah, so weed will. They could have taken the reggae to the next level without, Imagine the- without that little bit of niggling paranoia in the back of your head. You could have Imagine- reached those higher higher levels of being able to pick it up. Those no, ba- that's scar. That's like. scar. Scar's all right. It's but this is bass lines that are going to suffer. Mm. We were having some heavy bass lines when it, when it is legal, illegal. Imagine how heavy that'd be when we can all just pop into a cafe and pick up a bloody edible. Massively heavy. What a shame. Oh well. Um, next time. And I guess in in kind of more controversial news, New Zealand is uh, creating quarantine camps and locking up everyone. Yes, um, the the new world order is moving in, and and this is uh, yeah, there's a crisis apparently in New right. Zealand. So this is our topic today: the New Zealand police state. Now, I think this was partly inspired by this tweet by Bernadette Spothworth. You saw there's been stuff in Fox News about it, but I think it might have started with this tweet. What's this? Uh, who is Bernadette Spothworth, and what's she tweeting? Bernadette Spothworth is she's like a some sort of investor. She has her own business. She's from the UK. And one of the, I just had a little bit of a look at her LinkedIn. One of the products that she sells is like a a wetsuit for babies that are, is like a nappy. So it keeps all of the, you know, liquid from seeping out. Right. Uh, and also keeps the baby warm. Now, because they're sitting in all their own warm shit. <laughs> isn't that like the most redundant? Product like if they got to piss themselves, it just go it just dissipates, and they stay warm because they're in you know this warm patch of piss. So what mm-hmm. does it matter if it's like can confined to their body rather than you know being freed out into nature, returning to the the natural cycle of water? This is a confusing product. Like the the kind of the disposable of uh, number ones and number twos for babies. Like we've kind of worked it out. It's not mm. ideal, but like, you know, yeah, we've got a thing. We just kind of whatever. Sure, there might be a little bit of waste. There's cloths. I don't think designing a wetsuit is the way to do it. That <laughs> just seems to be adding more problems. Have you ever tried to get into a wetsuit? It's not easy. No. Imagine if you're a bloody weak baby with kind of weak arms that are all kind of floppy. Mm. Yeah, you barely hold yourself up. You're never going to be able to reach behind and get the zip. No, you're never going to get that zip. Um, and like, yeah, sure, you might get a couple of tubes while you're there, but oh, it's just messy. It's a messy situation. All right, I don't like this lady. Tell me more about her. So she she also the other day she did a tweet, which was about New Zealand bringing in these quarantine camps. This was on like October 27 or something. She tweeted this. Okay, and she had video of uh, Ashley Bloomfield, the dreamy NZ doctorman. Mm-hmm. The, is he the, I guess, the Chief Health Officer of New Zealand or something? Yeah, yeah. The Surgeon General? Whatever the name is. 
He's every country needs to have a sexy doctor. Yeah. yeah. That they put up to explain about COVID. And I think you can see in New Zealand they've put up dreamy Ashley Broomfield. Bloomfield, I should say. Uh, whereas in the United States they've put up Fauci, yep. who I guess has a certain silver fox quality, but he's no Bloomfield. And that's where they've really fallen down, I think. You need a little eye candy to keep people focused on mm. why they should wear a mask. They should have just got McDreamy. That's the thing. They have they have McDreamy. They have McSteamy. Right. They, they don't have a shortage of sexy doctors to deliver this information. So, and both of them have been killed off in Grey's Anatomy, I'm led to believe. So, what are they doing now? Yeah. How do you got, know that? Because um, <laughs> Emma sometimes watches um, Grey's Anatomy. and Sometimes? Is it the sort of show you just dip into? Well, she'll like catch up on TV, you know, it's like, oh, I'm catching up on the latest season because it's on catch up now or whatever. Okay. Um, and I only really have two two cultural touchstones, which are McDreamy and McSteamy. Right. So, yeah, I always make those jokes and she repeats it there. It's a really good bit. It's, you know, it's been going for about five or six years now. <laughs> yeah. She was saying that she was getting very tired of your shit. Uh, I don't blame her. <laughs> so, Ashley Bloomfield is on this video that uh, Spothorf has tweeted. And he's saying, you know, we're going to have these, uh, we're going to be putting people into quarantine. And she's also cut in this video of Jacinda, Cindy Ardern, saying, look, people are in quarantine for 14 days. Then we give them a test. And if they refuse the test, then they can just stay in quarantine for another 14 days. <laughs> so that's usually a pretty good incentive to just take the test. The thing is, both of those videos are from different times. <laughs> yeah. And they're also from ages ago. Yeah. Like the Ashley Bloomfield one where he's saying we're going to be putting people into quarantine is from like early August. And I think the one of Jacinda Ardern is even earlier. Yeah. So they're talking about completely different things. And also when they're talking about putting people into quarantine for 14 days and then potentially another 14 days, what they are talking about is putting them into four and five star hotels. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, it seems to be, and from what I've heard from people reporting on it, uh, a, a really well-managed system and it's quite clear. And I think what we've seen in, in COVID is a well-managed system with clear rules is pretty much the only effective thing. So that I, that I don't see a problem with that. Why would that be a problem? Well, so that's what got put out there and people were freaking out because they're like quarantine camps is what they're putting people into. And that's what Laura Ingraham at Fox News picked up. Yeah. So take us through this Laura Ingraham piece, Robbo. Well, I've only really, I haven't actually seen the whole piece, but it's, it's the screenshot that's been going around. Oh, that's... Um, I did see that people were just posting a screenshot and it's just like quarantine camps. Does it even have a question mark maybe? Yeah, it's like we – so it pops up on um, Reddit Conspiracy and Twitter and stuff and the whole – the vibe of it is, see, we told you, quarantine camps. Um, and it's like a photo of a TV. Yeah. So it's not even like a proper <laughs> screenshot. <laughs> so, like, it's so low effort. Um, the the ticker at the bottom says, New Zealand announces quarantine camps for people who refuse to be tested. Um, and so, like, the, the biggest thread about it on Reddit conspiracy did, did quite well. It was top of the top of the pops there for a while on the, the subreddit. And people are just, like, melting down over it. 
completely melting down. Some people saying, isn't it strange that it was all about flattening the curve and spread? Then it simply became stopping the spread of cases, something that's impossible unless you want to live in a permanent fortress-like state, New Zealand, or simply stop reporting your numbers, China. Uh, And then it's just people responding to that going, New Zealanders going, what are you talking about? And yeah, it's it's quite a remarkable thread, Cam. I think you read through it as well, didn't you? Yeah, probably the most uh, egregious part for me was someone who compared NZ hotel quarantine to the Holocaust. Yeah, <laughs> I said, you know, in Germany, first there was the night of broken glass, you know, when they sm- smashed up all the businesses. Then there was the yellow stars. Then there was the ghettos, and then finally the gas chambers. And they're like, it's the same thing here. It starts off with a four star hotel, but it's like a boiling frog. You don't realise. When you're uh, you know, the frog in the water and they're heading it up, you don't realise that they're boiling you. It's like I think that um, the night of broken glass at a four slash five star hotel is slightly different. <laughs> uh, another commenter said the New Zealand State Department, which we don't, that's not what you call it, but whatever. New Zealand State Department says they're referring to the refusers who will be forced into the camps as jurisdictionally evasive, non-willing. Uh, which they're not at all, but uh, if you use this guy's cooked logic, that spells out Jew. Uh, <laughs> right. So, like, <laughs> anti-Semitism is pretty rife within this one, which is, look, pretty surprising for a conspiracy theory. Yeah, I did see after that person made the comment about, you know, it starts here and ends in the, you know, gas chambers, someone responded that was like, what gas chambers? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I also saw a comment, some guy was like, you guys call it, a hotel, other people would call it a camp. It's like, who would call a hotel a camp? <laughs> um, and, like, people are pointing out that, you know, you can be detained anywhere and it's not great. Fine. That's a reasonable, you know. <laughs> but, like, it's a pandemic and it's a really comfortable detainment. No one wants to be doing this. Yeah, there's room service. Yeah. <laughs> More like there's a lot of anti-Semitism. It's also tied into people like the rich, you know, rich people kind of are rumoured to be setting up, you know, secret bunkers in New Zealand. Yeah, like Peter Thiel, that sort of cohort. Yeah, and I remember someone looked into like the actual evidence for all this and and there's kind of a, there's one company that sells the bunkers and claims that they've got all these clients and then that's been extrapolated into rich people bunkers everywhere. But there's not actually really any, any evidence for it. Um, I think, you know, rich people have houses in lots of places, like millionaires or billionaires do. So, yeah. Uh, but, you know, also billionaires are pretty awful, so maybe they are. <laughs> Look, you're going to use it to hide out. Um, but that then that kind of ties in with the shooting that happened in Christchurch, uh, where, you know, this is all staged to, to usher in the takeover, new world takeover, new world order takeover of um, the world and everyone's going to go to New Zealand or the rich people. Which is, that was the same theory as um, Canberra, wasn't it? Canberra? Yeah, I remember, um, I think after Port Arthur, the rumours were... Oh yeah, that, they were all going to go to Canberra. And that was going to be the head of the, the new, world, new world government. Yeah. Um, so they, they've just kind of lifted up that theory and moved it to New Zealand. Uh, and then now with these these quarantine camps, it's yeah, it's you know more evidence of that. So I did I did actually watch the Laura Ingraham video. Yep, which she spends about five seconds on New Zealand. It's like a five minute thing, and she she plays the 
the like the super old video from this tweet uh, where Cindy's saying, you know, if you don't take the test, you can stay in for another 14 days, which also they're talking about the, t- the test, you know, the little swab up the nose. Yeah. I think that they only have this rule. Like the only reason she's saying this is because someone has asked her about it, right? And the only reason that they even have a rule for this scenario is they're like, you know, maybe someone is going to be like super, super, super anxious about getting the swab up the nose. But why would you not take the test, which is relatively painless? Yes. And it's also for people returning back to New Zealand. Who know that they're going to go through all this. Yep. When they do it, but it's like, I, so I seriously doubt that there was a single person who hasn't taken the test, unless there was someone who was like, fucking another two weeks in a four-star hotel. Yeah, why not? Yeah, low-key, like, that's, you know. <laughs> Especially with Kiwis who love a bargain. Yeah, definitely, it's a, it's a free thing. Imagine, you combine that with the legal weed, and shit, things aren't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Get me that room service. Like, it does seem like the sort of thing where they definitely only came up. They're like, we need to have a rule just in case this happens, but this is never going to happen. Um. So. So anyway, I'm- but Laura Ingram plays that thing and then she does like a mocking Kiwi accent about it. And then she gets some guy on who's like a military historian who has written books about, you know, why the West is best, why, you know, the, the West is the strongest, blah, blah, blah. And I've noticed his other claim to fame is when- I think it was like the Attorney General uh, under Obama made a comment at something about how he had to give – he's an African-American guy. He made some sort of statement about, you know, he had to give, give his son the talk, which is, you know, how you – the talk that uh, African-American parents have to have with their children about the police. Mm. Anyway, this fucking chud – wrote a column about the talk that he had to give his kids, which is how you should, if you see black people, you should stay away from them. <laughs> so it's like, it's a little clue about where this guy's coming from. Yeah. Um, and what did he have to say? Or- well, he, they didn't even talk about New Zealand. That's the thing that the whole, like the, the photo of a TV that's going around is like a tiny fraction of this, but yeah, essentially it's, um, you know, we're giving up these freedoms so they can usher in a new world order is the gist of it. <laughs> so um, another media dingbat, uh, Katie Hopkins, who's the UK one. Um, I think there's, I mean, she's had a whole range of things. Um, like I don't even want to go into it, but uh, if you go to a Wikipedia page, just jump to views and controversies where it's got Islam, multiculturalism, uh, white genocide, feminism, tattoos, social class, uh, obesity, obesity, Pakistani men, Donald Trump. So she's... It's uh, one of those subcategories under a controversy section uh, shitting herself on ketamine? Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, that is in there somewhere. Hang on. Uh, that's under legal issues um, <laughs> where she successfully sued the Daily Mirror uh, because they said she was arrested for ketamine. But she wasn't arrested for ketamine. She was on ketamine when she was arrested. Yeah, she was detained <laughs> for spreading racial hatred. Uh, so they had to make a correction. She won the case. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so they've corrected it now to say you weren't on ketamine, something that's pretty cool. You've now been uh, detained for spreading racial hatred, something that is not cool. Yeah. I can't imagine that was a huge payout, but at any rate, that seems like that would just be money in 
and then money back out on one of the many defamation cases she's lost. <laughs> she was on Celebrity Big Brother in the UK. Yeah. With like Coolio and Mini-Me, I think. So she's done Celebrity Big Brother. She did uh, The Apprentice right. in the UK, I think. Oh, hang on. Third series of The Apprentice. Yeah, the British one. Well, she weighed in um, and she was just freaking out because there's only four cases and it's draconian of these setting up these camps for four cases. And it says, she says it causes her to question the mosque shooting, which is the shooting in New Zealand. So again, it it comes, it keeps sort of coming back to that where people are like, you know, what are they doing in New Zealand? And and is this fake shooting because racism? I, I don't really see the logic, but yeah. What's Pete Evans up to? Oh, so did you see uh, Pete Evans just speaking about Celebrity Big Brother? Uh, Pete Evans is possibly going to be on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, according to rumours. Surely they couldn't do that. I think they might. He's lost it. I think that would... This is the thing where I'm like, I don't necessarily want him to be out there you know, spreading this shit. But if he's you know dumped in the jungle... That does curtail that somewhat. <laughs> it it also turns it into must-see TV for us, mm. uh, which I don't love the idea of, but also, depending on who's in there with them, it could be pretty fun. Yeah. I don't Look, at the end of the day, I don't want to have to watch I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, so I, I don't want him on there. I'll watch it for all of us. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Salty. Um, I did actually check to see if he's weighed in on this, but he hasn't. Uh, but someone um, who has weighed in, uh, Sticks Hexenheimer 666. <laughs> um, guy. He's not the evil me. He's just an <laughs> evil guy. It's not, his name is similar to my username. Cam, we would never say evil you. He's the good you. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck off. laughs> no, he's not a good person. He's an awful, awful uh, white supremacist and just all round terrible, terrible person. Recently retweeted by the Don. Yeah, Donald Trump was retweeting him. Um, anyway, he was he gave us uh, a YouTube thing about this, and oh, he's so. Is he boring. on YouTube or is he on Bitchute? Oh, this is on Bitchute. Sorry, and I guess just a footnote: we've mentioned in the past how how hard it is to search for things on YouTube, and yeah, this was really hard uh, to find all the cooked videos. You you really got to go to Bitchute for this. And I will say that also searching things on BitChute wasn't much easier because you type in New Zealand and there's so many videos of people just being like, either the Christchurch shooting was fake or the Christchurch shooting was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he was talking about, uh, you know, in the past I've, I've said I wanted to go to New Zealand and it seems like a, a place to go to. Um, like, it's like Hobbit world. Yeah, yeah, all the Hobbits and stuff. And now he says it's, it's a police state now. Uh, so he's saying it's not desirable for him to go, which I think New Zealand tourism is just going to be reeling from that. Mm. Um, he says people aren't going to remember these, um, the people in New Zealand uh, or the people that are putting this in. In fact, they're going to remember people like me more fondly. Really low, low energy white supremacists <laughs> yeah. who always wear a leather jacket and no shirt. Um, but he's also claiming the cops are literally dragging people out of their houses and taking them to camps. Um, but I guess one one thing that did uh, sort of doesn't help the, the cause for rationality on this is earlier this year, uh, so earlier last month, the police ordered a whole bunch of facial recognition software 
and were like going to start instituting it. I think maybe even trialed it in New Zealand. And the- yeah, so it's this mob called Clearview AI, which is a facial recognition company that I will say has ties to the alt right. Mm. Like the um, I think it's the CEO. Uh, he's described it as uh, having taken like a journey of political discovery, but like there's photos of him hanging out with like major figures of the alt right, and there were a few people who worked at the company that had sort of white supremacist connections that have been kicked out now. But yeah, it's this mob that they, I think they basically downloaded every public photo on Facebook and Instagram, and you can essentially plug in. So that includes you know when your friends put up a photo that's public. And you're in it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's a system where you can basically plug in any name or you can put in any photo and it's a good chance it'll bring you up if you have ever been in a photo that's on social media. So, yeah, that is not cool. And, yeah, the, uh, the cops trialled it. Cops trialled it in Australia as well. Yeah. And it's been controversial. And I'll also note that the person who revealed that the cops had trialled it in New Zealand was, uh, I think his name's Mark Dalder. He's a journalist. He's also a journalist that all these guys hate because he's reported on heaps of conspiracy stuff. Yeah. And he's the one revealing it. And they don't seem to put that together, that it's the, you know, the mainstream media hated, you know, conspiracy busters who are also telling you about the fact that uh, New Zealand police trialed this facial recognition stuff before they had any clearance to. Um, so, yeah, that is not good. Like we can we can say that's not good, but that was also saying adding to the pol- calls of police state in New Zealand. But yeah, as you point out, it's kind of their side, given how much they make out of this whole identity politics thing, their side pushing it um, or benefiting from it a lot. Yeah, and I mean, if you followed the facial recognition debate, it's all of this stuff about facial recognition and AI. It doesn't really benefit. Uh, non-white people that much because there are all of these ingrained prejudices in these algorithms. That's but that's a constant problem with this stuff. Mm. So it always benefits white supremacy. So they should be happy, but they're not. They can never be happy because they have to have this constant victimhood. They did get into facial recognition a bit in the Laura Ingraham thing as well because, and I don't know if this is true at all, but apparently they, um, they've, gotten some facial recognition cameras from China or something and they're like they're the same ones they use in the concentration camps which if that's the case that's not good no no um but it's not connected to a you know global reset of all of society it's just <laughs> the fact that society is already quite bad and then we then a virus happened yeah yeah um, and police are just looking for shortcuts to, you know, locking people up. Um, the bizarrest thing, I guess, about this whole debate is seeing and talking to people back home in New Zealand about, you know, how few restrictions they've had for so long uh, as a result of COVID. Yeah, how are they How are they liking it, Robbo? Uh, they're bloody loving it. They're out there at their barbecues, smoking their weed, <laughs> listen to reggae, baselines are incredible. Um, Incredible, but they, there's room for improvement. There is always room for improvement when it comes to a baseline. Um, but if you read these threads and you read through social media, and I was just reading through some tweets just then about it, it's you know Americans saying, "I'm so glad I don't live in that police state. I'm so glad I'm free." <laughs> it's like you, 
And cops in New Zealand don't even carry guns. And there was going to be a, a change to allow them to carry guns and that was uh, voted down and basically, you know, everyone in New Zealand was like, no, we don't need them to carry guns. Meanwhile, in, in America, it's, you know, we don't, I don't need to point out what's happening there and how militarised their police are. Uh, it's crazy to me their whole, yeah, just how cooked they are, but they're, it's almost brainwashed into thinking that they're the freest country. Mm. We saw, just as we were recording this today, there was more anti-lockdown protests in Melbourne. Yes. It's like, we're not locked down anymore. Yeah, yeah. what are they doing? Yeah, go to the park. Like, it's a sunny day. Uh, we, we took a quick walk and there's people everywhere around the park and enjoying themselves. You just do that instead of doing a dumb anti-lockdown protest. Well, go to the park or go to the pub. Go Why don't you go pub. support one of these small businesses that you claim need, need all this help? Because you're, you're not helping them by fucking getting kettled outside of Parliament. I, I didn't actually watch much of today's anti-lockdown stuff. You know, I've been following them a bit over the past month and a bit. But today I was just like, you know what? I deny that there is an anti-lockdown movement. Uh, I don't believe that one can exist when there's no lockdown. <laughs> so this is a false flag and it's a public holiday. I'm going to have a massive sleep in until one o'clock in the afternoon. Nice. All right. So but I did, I did see a tiny little bit of a video where, so they're kettled outside Parliament. It's a bit of a balmy day. And some cop gave a bottle of water to one of the protesters. And some dickhead's like, oh, I bet it's got fluoride in it. <laughs> um, that one, uh, who's tweeted that? I retweeted it from the Hypothopod. Uh, Thoughtless Deed on Twitter shared that one. Who's kind of stepped up and taken your role, Cam. No, he. Anyone who wants to step up and take that role is welcome to it. Uh, he's believe good. how angry you are right now. But I like uh, that guy. Yeah. Um, also, as I said on Twitter, with the lie, probably does have fluoride in it. Yeah, it's probably jam packed with it. Is there fluoride in bottled water? Uh, yeah, I think so. Maybe I don't know. Depends what brand, probably, because there is naturally occurring fluoride. There was a lot on this in terms of volume of people talking about it, but. Probably not that much in terms of substance. No. Um, you know, the, the usual people screaming, ah, New World Order, bloody New Zealand, police state. But, yeah, it was all based on either a screenshot of this video or this, you know, five-minute video, uh, which was, was also based on a, like, one-minute, 20-second tweet video, which was two clips from months and months ago of people talking about things that were completely different to what they were saying they were talking about. It is quite funny in that, that in the threads about it on, on Reddit as New Zealanders coming clearly that aren't familiar with conspiracy Reddit. And it's just like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> this is, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. We're, we're fine. <laughs> um, yeah. It's kind of like a, a real naivety for people that aren't familiar. And I guess if you're not living in America, you know, a lot of that stuff's pretty, Foreign, mm. I think. To the, the end of there not being a lot of content here, mm. uh, I do have a couple of shoeys. Yeah, let's do it. One of them, or well, one of them is actually from this thread. Someone in one of the threads about this was like, is it weird? You know, like obviously Jacinda Ardern is, you know, bringing in a socialist takeover. But is it weird that I find, I'm beginning to find her more and more attractive? Okay. 
And someone was like, I think you need to get laid, dude. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, maybe. The last time I got laid was with a DMT entity when I was tripping. It's probably fucked up my sexual wiring. <laughs> An entity? A DMT entity. Now, oh. my understanding is that when you're on DMT, the entities are clockwork elves. Has this dude fucked a clockwork elf? I mean, undoubtedly, right? And is this something that Alex Jones needs to tell us about? Hey, I haven't actually, I, I'm sure Alex Jones has talked about DMT or had someone talking about it, but I can't remember what it was. I have just brought up, and like, let's face it, that would confuse your sexual wiring. But also, it is okay to find people attractive. Yeah. Um, don't don't question your DMT elves, buddy. Uh, just, I brought up, I looked up New Zealand camps on Twitter and there are still people going on about it. Um, you know, uh, I can't believe New Zealand's okay with this. I thought you had uh, your shit together. Um, New Zealand is, is making camps and putting everyone that refused a test in there. Vaccine camps are on their way everywhere, just like New Zealand. Uh, if Biden gets in, uh, guns are banned, concentration camps, uh, all these things. So it seems to like, even though there's nothing in it, it's just like it's an easy, you know, it's a catchphrase for them to go. New Zealand's got quarantine camps like this. The world's, you know, going to hell mm. and COVID's a lie. Um, so, you know, it becomes a convenient thing to point to. And I think, you know, having a, a left-wing government doesn't help that. But it also makes me question, like, why people are so determined to push it. Because there's no reason for anyone to really push this other than, you know, showing that a successful strategy by a left-wing government is successful, or they're trying to undermine that. Um, but like other than that, I don't really know what the you know the end game for people to really go hard on this is. I think you might have just nailed it there. It's just everything to like go against the other side of politics, and it just must be so tiring for them. Uh, I have another shui. Hmm. Here, which is that I, uh, one of the people in that thread made a comment. I th- it might have been the um, guy comparing it to the Holocaust. Uh, but I, I was like, I wonder what else that guy has to say. <laughs> so I clicked on his uh, username and I found he'd also posted. Oh, no, there, there, was, there was someone who was like, um, oh, I, I, you know, I warned about this ages ago because some random thing was announced 666 days after some other thing. It's like proof. There you have it. Uh, so I was like, I want to see what else that guy has to say. And he's posted this thread on a, like a bunch of different subreddits, like carnivore and, you know, different eating subreddits. And the, the thread title is, does cheese have any nutrients so that other foods don't? <laughs> Robert, you're a bit of a foodie. Does cheese have nutrients that other foods don't? Oh, uh, no, I don't think so. Um, depends on the cheese, probably. All right, can I just uh, lay out for you this guy's um, weekly uh, grocery shop? Trying to cut costs on weekly food and cheese is a bit expensive. I pay about $14.50 for a pound of raw cheese. I also plan to double raw cultured butter this week and go with two pounds. Other foods I consume are raw goat milk, raw goat kefir, pastured whole rabbit, meat, liver and kidney, and grass-fed ground beef, and beef fat, as well as duck eggs with the yolks raw. My question, 
Am I getting any nutrients from the cheese that I'm not getting from the other foods I'm consuming? It's a bit expensive for how much food it really is. I know it's a good source of vitamin K2. It is 60-day aged raw milk cheddar. But also grass-fed butter and the other foods have enough vitamin K2? Not really finding clear answers anywhere. There's a reason for that, which is that nobody else has this very specific problem. (laughs) I want a cut for costs, but we'll keep it if it's really giving me something the other foods aren't, besides salt. Oh, sorry, if it's really giving me something other foods aren't, besides salt. And besides that, it's delicious. All input greatly appreciated. Thanks, peeps. What would you recommend this young man do? Maybe eat uh, some vegetables? <laughs> yeah, re- rethink your entire life strategy. Uh, and so, some of the, the sort of gist of the comments are, you could cut literally anything out of that diet to save money and it would make no difference because <laughs> that's so, you're so nutritionally deficient. Yep. I am just reading uh, more tweets about New Zealand camps and if, if you are wanting more on this, you can you can dive in for the listeners. Uh, but... It, it reminded me that um, there's kind of a running joke about gardening being illegal in New Zealand. Have you guys come across this before? No. Yeah. So it started on Reddit where someone's, someone asked the New Zealand subreddit once, uh, is it true that gardens are illegal in New Zealand? And the New Zealand subreddit being the notorious japesters they are, <laughs> ran with it and just said, yeah, you know, like we, you know, we get fines and like I've started an illegal one, but I have to hide it. And it's become kind of a running joke that, gardens are illegal in New Zealand and it, and it pops up from time to time of people like freaking out as well like you know New Zealand police state can't believe you're like you know even gardens are illegal like and then New Zealanders just reply and troll it yeah totally it sucks <laughs> like <laughs> it just kind of shows the gullibility of of all of this um but yeah uh reading through these tweets New Zealand is a fascist hellhole uh so yeah it's all pretty scary. They're building giant camps. I don't think I need to go home now. I don't want to go home. No. Well, maybe if weed was legal, you could put up with the fascist dictatorship. But it, if it's not, you know, it's nothing to take the edge off. Um, New Zealand went from gun restrictions to camp and camps in a year. LMAO is uh, another one. Why would you laugh your ass off at that? Because uh, I mean, it's ironic laughter. I don't even know. I don't think we had that many gun restrictions. Oh, that's right. We did after the. Kreisich one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's good you've been paying attention to the news, Robert. <laughs> it's hard to keep up, Ken. There's a lot of news. Well, I reckon that's all we've got. Yeah. If people want to find us, we're on Twitter, Facebook. We are on Patreon. Thank you to Tammy, our cooked $33 sponsor. Thanks, Tammy. Thank you. And if you jump on that Patreon, you can get yourself a little weekly or, you know, as regular as this show news program with all of the up-to-date conspiracy news so check it out yeah the news news show is really fun and Robert, it's good can... gear i've got some alien gear for this one as well uh so tune into that patrons i'm looking forward to it it's only going to be in five seconds for me but for other people it's going to be as long as the rest of this uh outro and then however long it takes them to sign up to patreon robo where can they find you at ale of a time ale of a time.com salty uh, Saltmarsh, uh, at Saltmarsh on Instagram and Twitter, uh, andrewsaltmarsh.com for links to all my stuff. 
and you can get me at Sexenheimer on Twitter. Check out my radio show about the far right on 3CR. It's at 3cr.org.au slash yeah, nah, passaran. We just did a good episode last week with Matthew Remsky from the Conspirituality podcast, all about sort of wellness influences in the far right and yoga. Oh, I like yoga. I'm, I'm a yoga guy now. You're a yoga guy. Well, check it out and don't get bloody sucked into some weird Nazi yoga. Oh, my God. The last thing I need is Nazi yoga in my life. I'll have to tune in. All right. Catch you later, folks. So, yeah. Bye. Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. I said don't worry about a thing. Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind-altering drugs. Don't worry about a thing. Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia. I said don't worry about a thing. I accept you can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever. Don't worry about a thing. Except not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which let's not forget where all the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing. Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't.